As leaders, it's so easy for us to get caught up in tasks, strategies, and our to-dos. But all of those things have no value if we don't know how to take care of the people we oversee. If strategies and tasks cause us to neglect our people, then no matter the results we're getting, they're worthless. So how do we lead at a high level, get incredible results, while still taking care of our people? Well, welcome to the Good Leader Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone, and welcome back to a beautiful episode of the Good Leader Podcast. I say beautiful because it's a new year, new year, new you. Last time I ranted because I was getting all this social media feed, you know, and I'm over that, you know, I'm over it. Now we're going to talk about three goals I believe everyone should set. But before we get to that, let's get to the favorite part of everyone's show, Anj. Anj, I think you're the favorite part for everybody. I'm just here. Oh, that's Everybody really compliment. just likes you. Everybody just likes you. That's all the feedback we get. So what's I think a goal? Like listening to you make fun of me. What's a goal? Well, it's easy. What's a goal that you are working on this year? Okay. You know, we're a couple of weeks in the new year here. This is the second episode of the new year, 22. The year is still new to me. I don't know when it doesn't become New Year's. I mean, I'm not saying Happy New Year's the second or third week, but it still feels new. All of January yeah. actually still feels kind of new to me. Like the first month yep. of the year, I'm I'm going. So, what's the goal you're working on? You, do you mind to share? I'm putting you on, I'm putting you on the spot here. Personal, no, professional, I'm, whatever. You know what's going on? Happy to share. Yeah, one of mine is to finish my master's. I think I told you about this one. You did. Which is that is a really good? Related- no, now, last time we talked about decisions, I did not feel like that was a decision when we spoke. I felt like that was an idea. Like, uh, I, no, I need to do no, this. No, I had, I had applied. I like. Oh, I did my okay. Oh. I didn't want to. It was not some, <laughs> so. My my master's is not related to my career currently, literally whatsoever. There's It'll be good to have really, though. You're super close, yeah, right? You're you're not starting am, a master's. You're finishing. No. I am. I've been three just classes and half classes. You know those like stupid assessment classes. It's like half a credit. I'm yeah. like three oh, yeah. of those stupid classes away from what I. I should have had a master's like three years ago, but I didn't want to pay. I left the university I was at. I didn't want to pay for it. It's a whole thing. So anyway, I sucked it up and I just said, you know what? I already have one million dollars in student debt. Let's just tack on another ten thousand and just <laughs> you know because <laughs> that's, that's at that point that's... it's just a small percentage. So. <laughs> That's hyperbole, right? At least I right? have two degrees. Two degrees. It, you know, it is, but it does not feel... The reason you went it, to ORU, and for all of our listeners who yeah. understand Oral Roberts University, yeah. I, that's a believable number. <laughs> like, I, wow, you might it actually really have... Is. And my you husband might actually also have went that. to ORU. Oh, yeah. my so Lord! If you, put, if you oh. put the two of us together, it is... I mean, we'll oh my. we die. Woo! Wow. <laughs> Wow, goodness and gracious, my ma- that And is my tough. master's is over you as well because I was working there. So it is hey, a goal. That's it's an great. expensive goal. When are you going to finish? Will you finish this year? Will you be able to, like, all three done this year? Oh, this semester. Or- I'm done. January. Oh, my. I'm trying, trying to hey, knock that's it out. great. Congratulations. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. I'm thinking about getting my master's. I, don't, I have a bachelor's degree. I've thought about I've tinkered with it. I don't know. Once again, this goes back to... Like, I've never set it as a goal, reflecting back as a quick recap of last week, because it's never gotten to that decision point. Because I always know, you know what? This is not a real, this is a should, this is a maybe, this is a hope. Yep. I, I, you know what I'm saying? So I never put it on anything because I'm like, nope, there is no conviction here. There is no internal belief 
It's just a thought. It's just an idea. And yeah. I've never really done it. But I'm, so it's just yeah. an idea. I've tinkered with it. But I'm proud of you for getting it. That's great. Good for you. Yep. Can I ask you one more question? This was more personal. Got any yes. personal goals you want to share with us? Yes. Any personal well, goals? Like yes, family goals. Actually, I shared last week about, you know, my date and uh, I'm trying to go on more dates. You got anything like, like anything like that? I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out not just me because sometimes I feel like I'm a total weirdo. You know, nobody cares about leadership and goal setting and nobody cares about this year. Nobody's thinking about this nearly <laughs> as much as me, you know, and I'm like, what are other people's goals? I like to just hear them and go, wow, I don't have anything like that. I'm totally off. What, yeah. So personal goals. What's something on your list? Yeah. John, my husband and I, we want to go to a specific resort in Mexico. Like I'm so committed to it that I follow them on Instagram and I never follow those things. Oh, I'm like, okay. I do not want to see that stuff. I'm so committed to it that I even follow them because I'm like, I, I will go there. So this was a year we're trying to make it happen. Um, I love last it. year was That's kind great. of a wash because I was basically pregnant the entire year. So this year, it, it, it is not even what I thought a goal would be. I'm like, is that even a goal? But but I was like, no, it's something yes. I want to do. It's going to be a commitment because we, you know, childcare, work off, all the things. Masters, that paying is for a, a master's degree. <laughs> for a master's. And he's doing his CFP, so we're paying for that. I mean, a lot going on in our world, but... I think we're both pretty committed to this Mexico thing. So that is truly, that is one that we have. Well, you know, the loyal listeners, they're going to, they're going to chastise me if I don't do my due diligence here and ask you, is it a decision? Like, did, is it actually, you made the decision we're going to do this? Because it sounds like this is the, this is the type of goal that could easily be like, you know what? We didn't get around to it. We didn't take that vacation we wanted. So is, did it you is. make the decision? Did it you is. make the decision? Well, we, and my, That's a no. That's a no, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's a no. You I heard did. It here, the decision is made. We are trying to figure what out month? the time. What month? Are you Our next, go? What month? We're what hoping month? October. Well, we were going to hoping. Do, do you hear that, ladies world. and gentlemen? Oh hoping. my gosh! <laughs> October would be the month. It was going to be the summer, and then I remembered, wait, our world is actually upside down in summer, so that would probably not be ideal. So we didn't yeah. do that. Okay. So we're thinking October. I mean, October, it's a little slower here, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it is. We don't yeah, really hit a slow season, but... No, you know, but that's better than bit. summer. Summer, we're all kind of crazy at Paradigm Shift. Uh, but that's... Okay, so Anj, I'm going to pick on you a little bit, but you know it's in love. <laughs> but it's good for the audience to hear. So many people, Anj... And I'm not picking on you because I've done the same thing for years and even do the same thing if I went through my goals. I got some that I, my, my verbiage betrays me. My verbiage often relays my true intent when I say, well, I, okay, yeah, I'm hoping to get that done. Okay. Is it, did you make the decision? Is that actually a goal or is that a hope? Like yeah. if, if you're giving yourself that, we give ourselves outs. We give ourselves permission to not succeed at that thing. And that's fine. I'm not saying that you got to succeed or hit every goal or do everything, I'm just saying, I think there's a lot more power for us at the beginning to say, yes, I'm going to do this. Even something as small, like, well, what about money? And what about this? I totally get it. Trust me. I totally, yep. totally get it. And that's something that Anj is like, well, you know what? We got a lot going on. We're gonna have to pay for this thing, but we want to go and do it. We want to make it happen. But okay, even this, what I encourage people, the decision is, is it on your personal calendar first? Like if it's not, this is what I was saying right. about our dates that we're like, we're not even putting them on our calendar. We got to put it on our calendar. Same thing I'd encourage you, Anj. Put it on a calendar. Put it in for vacation right now. Like, you know what? Okay, the second week of October. Because then you can at least ask, I don't know what your child care is going to be. I'm assuming you're not taking the boys with you on this romantic no, getaway. Not. I would no. encourage you not to. So I, I don't know, you know, family members or whomever is going to take care of them. Arrange that now. Put it on their calendar. Boom. Then, I mean, can you still fail? Yeah, life happens. Yes, maybe it won't happen. But you're a lot more likely if you know 
Hey, are. That is true. We I've already put him for vacation. You put him for vacation. We've already talked to mom and dad. We're doing it. We've done the thing. And you know, and if you have the money, buy the ticket. Buy it. Do it. Put it down. I'm that's telling true, you. Because you won't the, have money tomorrow. You children. won't. If you, you no, that's so the, you and so it. I I get it. But then the goal, then the goal is not. So then somebody's saying, Well, yeah, but what if you don't have the money? Okay, then your goal should not be take the vacation. Your goal should be save a thousand bucks, save two thousand bucks, save the down true. payment. That's your goal. And that's the decision. That's true. The decision is not, well, I hope to go to Hawaii. The decision is I decide I will save five thousand bucks this year. And then once that 5,000 bucks is there, then the next goal, the next decision is I am booking the flight. I am booking the resort. Anj, I totally believe you're going to go in October. Put in for your vacation today. Thankfully, I know your boss and I know where you work and I can check your <laughs> HR records and see if you put in for vacation time yeah. or not. But you should. That's what I mean, Anj. Thank you for putting yourself out there as an example for the world. That is exactly, that's it. That's a decision. Putting in for vacation time is a decision made. Arranging childcare is a decision made. Thinking about going in October is hoping to go in October. Right. We're all guilty yep. of it. I'm guilty of it. This is where, oh, I forgot. I'm going to give everybody a tip. Okay, this goes along lines. Okay, so with the personal this goals. This is. This is along lines. This is good. Many people out there then, good leader podcast, good leaders. You want to spend more time with your family. Prioritize your marriage. Prioritize those things that we say are most important. But dead gummit, work gets in the way and we're busy and all those types of things. Now, every job is different. Every job is different. So depending on your job, depending on your role, but especially, so I'm going to go, this is kind of a hierarchy. The more autonomy you have over your schedule. So if you're a freelance worker, a contractor, you own your own business, you are a supervisor in a pretty high role that has a lot of flexibility in your own schedule. Like in other words, you have to work every day, but you can take a two hour lunch if you need to get something done and nobody, you know what I'm saying? Salaried mm -hmm. employees, things like that. So the more autonomy you have, the more this applies. The less yeah. autonomy you have, it still applies to the hours over which you have autonomy. Okay. So what I mean by that is if I have to clock in, I work at Georgia Pacific factory and I clock in, I work a 12 hour shift. I clock in at 12 and I clock out at 12. I'm there for 12 hours. Boom. They tell me where I am and what to do. Yeah. Okay. What about the other 12 hours of the day? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your other mm -hmm. 12 hours. I'm talking about when you have some control over your schedule. Here's my tip. When you have control of your schedule, most of us, when we're setting goals, resolutions, or we're just thinking about life in general, we would make a statement like, wish I spent more time with my kids. Mm -hmm. I wish my partner and I could spend more time together, go on more dates, be one-on-one, -on -one, whatever. I wish I did. You know, I wish, you know, just a general thought. I'm not talking about goals yet. I'm just saying your demeanor, your attitude, you're like, hey, tell me about your life. Oh, it's a good life, blah, blah, blah. Well, what about your kids? You know, I, I would love to spend more time with my kids. I, I'd love to spend more time. But, okay, now here's the tip. Here is the tip, Anj. <laughs> I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to love it. I can't wait. But I get phone calls, I get emails, I have meetings, I get interrupted, I'm expected over here, I'm expected over there. Use the word appointment and meeting in connection to your family. Mm. Now, let me, let me describe my life for the audience so that they can understand what I mean by autonomy. I own my own business, uh, but we have a lot of employees, several, I mean a lot, we're not gigantic, yeah. about 25 full-time employees, several contractors. So I have a responsibility to show up to the office. I mean, I want to lead by example. I have meetings that I got to do. So it's not like I own my own business and I can just do whatever I want, whenever I want. Right. But theoretically, I do have control over my schedule 
if someone calls, interrupts, whatever, email, phone call, and you say, so in my phone, on your phone, here's the second level of the tip. You know, when you get uh, on your phone, you have like automatic replies. It says, you know, call it, can I call later? Sorry, can't talk right now, whatever. You can yeah. customize one. Yeah. So customize one. And on my customize, I have customized, and I bet you've received this from me, Anj. It says, I'm sorry, I am in a meeting. I will call you back ASAP. Okay, that is my go-to automatic reply. Use the word meeting and appointment in connection with your spouse, your kids, and anyone important to you. Sometimes if someone calls me from Paradigm Shift or a client or whatever, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I was jumping on my trampoline with kids. They're going to go, and you didn't take my call? Like, come on, Jared, it's it's a business call. Shouldn't you take that? And even me, I kind of feel guilty. Like, well, I guess I should talk to this client. Well, I guess I should talk to this person. In a world of cell phones, And in a world of immediate availability, make yourself less available by verbiage that people accept. Yeah. Nobody ever challenges me when I say I'm in a meeting. Ever. Nobody ever questions it when I say, I'm sorry, I I have an appointment at that time. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm in a meeting. My meeting is with Adelaide or Jocelyn or Everett. And what are we doing? Playing. That's my meeting right now. And I put it in my calendar. I put it in my schedule. If I'm interrupted. So even like it's a Saturday and you're like, oh, I should probably take this call. If it's an emergency, I get it. And sometimes I have to do that. But sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to talk to Brian right now. I'll call him back when I'm done playing. I'll call him back right. whenever he's taking a nap. So I hit, I'm sorry, I'm in a meeting. I'm in a meeting. Right. It's beautiful launch. I'm telling you, it's my tip of the year. It is. And actually, I just, I literally just listened to a podcast that wasn't that tip exactly. That's a good one. But they were saying the need for the tip that you're giving us right now Okay. Just in terms of how much our phones go, how much yes. our phones get our attention. And I thought this was such a good analogy, but the best analogy that they used is he was saying he checks his email once a day. Okay. Right? And he gets a lot of flack. Ah, that's that, more apparently. than me. Good for him. <laughs> you know what? As I said it, I thought I looked at you and thought to myself, well, at least he checked it once a day. <laughs> I got that tip down. Keep going. Keep going. He checked it once a day and he was tying that analogy along with, we have moved into such a world where we essentially get mail every, his set was something like we get notified by our phones every, at least every 45 seconds or something in a day, something come, our phone gets our attention for something. And he was like, that's like, I don't know, 20 years ago, mail, for instance, actual physical yeah. mail, not email, but physical mail. He said yeah. that you, that comes to my house once a day. It, all of my information gets bundled up together and delivered to my home once a day, I know when to expect it. It is not overwhelming. I sort through it. I put it away and I do this and I move on with my day. But electronically now in this world of immediate attention and everything like that, he's like, I feel like a mailman is just ringing my doorbell every 45 seconds, dropping off this letter, dropping off that letter, dropping off that letter. And then they just pile up and I don't get productive. I don't get what I need to get done. So he was really challenging people to start thinking like, if it was in my mailbox and I wouldn't be replying to it every 15 seconds, leave it for the one hour where you are going to reply to it and you are going to get it done and you are going to respond to it. I thought it was so helpful. I mean, I, I, also I think that's don't brilliant. Check my email I as love much, it. But I love it. I, I think, think that's, that's brilliant. Great. I think that's brilliant. I think that's so good. Do you remember what podcast that was? Let's give him a little shout out. Do you remember? I know you listen Hang to on, it. I have much. to get it because I have it right here. Yeah, let's look that up. While you're looking that up, I couldn't agree more. I absolutely love it. And people that know me, I'm notoriously bad at email, which I'm probably really bad. I'll admit that. 
But the reason I'm bad is because I've chosen to guard my time so much. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've I've never thought of that exact analogy. I really like that analogy. But I've had that kind of thought where I'm like, why do I have to be? Here's what I do. I don't have many. Here's the other thing. Another area of that would be turn your notifications off. Like there, you should not have everything notify you all the time. And (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like just turn them off and check them. Anyway, so I really, really like that. And so the tip of the day is, did you find it? Go ahead. Tell me what it is. Yep. It's a Kerry Newhoff leadership podcast. Have you heard of him? I have. Oh yeah. He's up in Canada. Minister. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, well, his like leadership stuff, he, he was actually on a podcast with Annie F. Downs on that specific one, but I've heard him use the same analogy, John Mark Comer as well, but both of them have used that really good. I, I love his time management stuff. I think it's awesome. Well, we'll talk about it with some time management stuff, but the, um, uh, Dan Sullivan talks about, uh, Dan Sullivan talks about free days, buffer days and focus days. He's really good too. It's a great way as a leader to think about your time, free days, buffer days and focus days. We'll talk about that in another episode, but today we want to help you achieve your goals. We want to help you be a good leader, good leadership. As Josh so eloquently always says at the beginning of every podcast, we want to get the (laughs) most out of this. We want to succeed. We want to achieve. We want to do great things, but we also want to be good people. We want to help people. We want to build people up. And how do you use those things? I'm convinced that if you're stressed out and if you are, if your life is being managed by notifications and email and phone calls and all those things, you are not going to be a good leader. You're not going to be healthy. You might be doing good things. You might be achieving a lot, but you're not going to be healthy. You're not going to be happy. And at the end of your life, you're going to say, why in the world did I not play with my kids more? Uh, what was yeah. it? Replying to email? Answering some phone call? Like, are you serious? I don't even remember what the phone calls were, but I yeah. definitely remember missing out. So when we get back from this quick break, we are going to talk about three goals then that I believe everyone should set. It's going to be fast, but I think you're going to like it right after the break. Three goals everyone should set. I know that's kind of a clickbait type statement, but I I really believe this one. Now, I'm going to say clickbaity. These are not very specific goals. In other words, I don't know your life. I don't know your job. I can't tell you read this many books, do this number of things, whatever, you know, reach a million dollars, do whatever. I, I don't know the specifics, but these are three goals, a type of goal that everyone should set. And I'm going to go through them quickly and then we'll break them down. A health goal, a reading goal, and a connection goal. Now, the first one, health goal, as I thought about this, I guess in the broadest sense, since I'm being so dogmatic, um, a way to kind of hedge my bet a little bit would be to say any area of health, emotional health, mental health, physical health, Mm, Yeah, which is totally true, totally true. But in my heart of hearts, Ange, I mean physical health. In my heart of mm-hmm. hearts, I'm really meaning set a physical health goal. The old, I'm, I'm 40 now. I, we famously talked about it last year. And uh, I'm to the point in my life, I'm pretty lucky in that I've always been, I'm not like a super athlete or anything. I was not gifted with super genes. Um, I'm right, I'm a smidge under six feet tall. And um, I would say my body is like average build. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. so, so with that, I'm not naturally like a big guy, but I'm not a little guy either. 
And um, <laughs> I grew up playing sports and stuff, but I'm not, like I said, you know, some people, what I mean by that is why I'm talking about this health goal. Some people feel like, man, you could do anything and you still look great. Like I, you don't even take care of yourself. You don't eat right, but you look awesome. Well, good for you. That's not most of the people. I'm talking about those <laughs> of us that like, we have to actually think about it in some capacity. Yeah. I'm pretty lucky that I've never been the most rigid, disciplined, like, caretaker of my body. <laughs> like I don't work out regularly, but I play basketball sometimes. Um, I eat in moderation, luckily, just naturally. I don't really, I eat fried foods. I eat dessert. I don't have a strict diet. I really admire people who do. And I'm just not one of those people. So I'm kind of lucky, but now being 40, I'm like, wow. Hmm. I think I got to start thinking about this a little more. And over the last couple of years, I thought about it. I was like, man, everyone, it should almost be a mandate. When I was 20, 25, 30, I wish I would have set health goals and been more specific. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I wish now, and I think now, everyone should set a health goal. I'm not saying lose weight. I don't care. And I don't even care about a number. I really don't even care about my looks um, as far as like, I don't want a six pack or anything like that. I just want to be healthy. My biggest right. reason for this is um, there's a great book called High Performance Habits. Mm. that we are actually about to go through as a team. Uh, I read it last year for the first time. Uh, Brendan Bouchard is the author. It's a really good book, and he's got six habits of high achievers. He's been, um, I'm going to say life coach, even though that may not be the proper terminology, but he's been a coach of some kind for several years, and they did a, a really extensive study of high achievers. They did a huge extensive study of high achievers, people like, like I'm talking high-level CEOs or entrepreneurs or people that classically you would say they are a high achiever. And of this mountain of data, thousands of interviews, they walked away with these six habits, high mm, performance habits. There happen to be six of them. They're really good. This is, it's a really good read. But the one that I'm alluding to here is the second is generate energy. And so he mm. talks a lot in this book about, I'm going to misquote the book. Get the book. It's a really good book. You should read it. There you go. Brendan, send me my uh, commission check after you know the surge <laughs> of sales. But, I can't remember the percentage, but it was like of these, you know, 3000 high achievers, 94% of them have a regular workout routine or something just, yeah. just ungodly, just, just this yeah. gargantuan number. Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's not that, Hey, working out is going to make you successful, but it's yeah. like, Hey, people who are successful and high performers overwhelmingly generate energy by taking care of themselves physically in diet yeah. and exercise. And I'm going, well, numbers don't lie like that. There's that's not a coincidence. So everyone should set a health goal. Everyone should that's set good. a health goal. Everyone, whether it's I'm going to work out this many times a week. Uh, maybe I actually don't even like um, weight loss goals. Mm -hmm. I think they are. Um, no, same. You know, I just don't like them. I think they set people up for failure. Well, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like judge your effort, not your results sometimes. Like right. I get I set some goals based on. And we'll get into this over the next couple of weeks. I do set goals based on results, you know, like I want to, you know, whether it's income level or number of events for us professionally or whatever, but they're also, I always have a benchmark of effort tied to it. So like, there's always like, you know what? I can't necessarily control how much we make, but I can control how many phone calls I make, how many sales right. calls I make, how many emails I send. I can't control how many weight loss because there's so much to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to lose, yep. who knows? I don't know how the body's losing weight, what my emotions and mental health and all that's tied together. So maybe I do want to lose yep. 20 pounds. Like that could be a goal. That's great. I'm not going to judge, but I would connect an effort. Like 
I'm going to lose 20 pounds by exercising four times a week. And if you're right. exercising four times a week, congrats, you're on the road. You're, you're doing it. So right. that's what I mean by health goal, something like that. Okay. Number two, health goal. That was the easiest one. I think pretty much, okay, you can agree with that. It's hard to disagree with that. You know, yeah. these next two are more debatable. Everyone should set a reading goal. Everybody should set a reading goal. You should be reading every single year. If you want to be a better leader, read more. Does uh, Audible count? Uh, I think I've said it before. Uh, That's kind of a listening goal. I do like it. Okay, so I guess let's clarify. I do think that there is power in taking in information. Okay, so Audible, I am listening. You're taking in information right here. You listen to this podcast. So does that count? Do podcasts count? I mean- they're kind of just more entertaining. That's the debate of the century. They're more entertaining books, you know. Yeah. Um, I would say, I would say it it counts halfway. It, it, it kind <laughs> of counts. Give yourself half a credit. I'd give yourself half a credit <laughs> if you love Audible, which I do. I do. I, I love Audible. I prefer I prefer to listen to books than to read books these days. Yeah. So I actually say then you have to set two goals. Then if you want to partake. Yeah. If you want to partake of 20 audible uh, audiobooks, great. How many books are you actually going to read? Doesn't once again, I'm not judging how many. Put one. I don't care if it's one book. Right. If last year you read 0 and this year you read 1, great. Congrats. That's awesome. You know, if last year you read 0 and this year you read a half. Half a book. Great. But yeah. there is I, I do think, man, there's still something to reading. The physical act of reading um I also think even now more so, I, I do think that there is some, I'm no, I, I, you know, I take it with a grain of salt. I'm just a guy, but my own <laughs> results, I feel something differently. I feel more encouragement and accomplishment when I actually physically read a book. I also think now it may be more powerful now because we are so digitized. I listen to a yep. lot of different stuff. I read very little. So when I'm actually reading something, I actually think it has a more dramatic effect for us. I think the learning, in other words, is more deep than it is deeper than it was 15, 20 years ago because it's now right. so new. I think your brain goes, whoa, what is that? That's different versus uh, we're kind of on autopilot listening to something, listening to a TV, listening to a podcast, listening to an audible, listen, 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 listen. Oh, wait, I am reading something. I better, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's almost just an awareness. It's a difference in awareness. Yep. So I say you got to have a reading goal. I, I tell it all the time. If you want to be a better anything, read more. You want to be a better leader? Read more. You want to be a better facilitator in our world? Better speaker? Read more. You want to be a better husband? Read more. Want to be a better yep. wife? Read more. Read more. Leaders are readers. It's true. It really is true. And I, I've believed That's that. the saying goes. It is. I believed it my whole life. I started doing it. I, I was not a reader. So if you're out there going... Oh, I hate to read. Me too. I hated to read. I hated reading. Even in school, I was, once again, I'm just lucky. <laughs> I'm just lucky. Like, I happen to have a good memory. And so school was not really difficult for me just because I had a good, quick memory. But I never read the book. Like, in junior English and senior English, I was supposed to read, you know, you have to read Hamlet, Macbeth. Uh, we wrote, like, a separate piece, Jane Eyre. I didn't read any of that crap. I didn't read yeah. any of those books. I read, you know what I'm saying? I was like, what's the test going to be? And if the teacher gave me the test, oh man, I, or a, a study guide, oh, piece of cake. I don't need to read that book. I watched the movies. I watched Jane Eyre the movie, fell asleep, but picked up enough to pass the test. So I never read. I never read any of those things. 
But then I became an adult and as a youth pastor and I'm looking around and I'm like, hmm, all these people are reading. Like these people read. They're, they're talking about like I'm listening at the time in ministry. I was listening to other pastors, people I respected, people that I'm like, man, you're a good pastor. You're a good leader. You're doing good things. And they're talking about the books they're reading and they're referring to those and they're referencing them in their sermons, in their conversation, and just talking. Oh, I was reading a book the other day. I was reading this the other day. And I'm like, well, I was watching TV the other day. You know, I was doing, and so I just said, I have got to read more. So I started very humbly. I think the first year that I set a reading goal, I was 21 years old. I set a goal to read 12 books. I read like six. So, you know, better than zero, yeah. but I did not accomplish yeah. the goal. But at my peak, um, so every year I just tried to get better and discipline myself. And at my peak, I, I set a goal then. I heard, so in the same time frame, when I was about 21, 22, another guy who was actually a district youth director, I heard him say that he his goal was to read 52 books every year. And wow. I remember I thought, 50, a book a week? That's insane. That's nuts. And so I asked him after his workshop, I said, do you really read 52 books a year? And he said, yeah. And uh, I said, do you do like some speed reading or something? Is there like a hack? Like, do you do whatever? Like you and I have talked before. Well, you read the titles and you've pretty much got half the book. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, there are some books. He said, I'll be honest, there are some books that, you know, by the time I get to the second half, maybe I'm reading pretty quickly, you know, because it's like, okay, this is kind of the same thing. But he's like, for the most part, I'm actually reading the whole thing and I don't know any speed reading. And I was like, really? He's like, I think you could get a lot more done than you think you can. And I was like, hmm. Probably, you know, and I was young. So he challenged yeah. me. He was like, well, how many hours a week do you play PlayStation? This is way back when, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm aging myself here. Number one, that yeah. I was playing PlayStation. Number two, that it was actually <laughs> PlayStation. And I said, you know, probably, I don't know. And he said, well, calculate it. Not just guess, because you're going to guess low. Actually keep track. Next week, keep track how many hours you play video games and how many hours you watch on TV. Once again, TV, who watches TV? Now it'd be Netflix or Hulu. What are you streaming? Anyway, you got more time than you think. So I set my goal that time. So I set the first year, it was 12. That was my goal. The second year, when I was like 22, it was, I set fit, the goal was 52. I didn't get close, but that was the goal. I read like 10 or something. I don't remember what it was, but it was still low. You read more than the year before? I read more than the year before. I went up every yeah. year. I went up every year on for about 10 years. Yeah. It took me wow. until 2012. 2012 was when I hit 52 books. So wow. I said, I want to read 52 books. I accept setting the goal. And it, was, it was incremental like 10, 14, 20. Um, the year before I hit uh, 48, I read 48 books one year. And then the next year I read 54. So that was the, wow. that was my path. That done is it. wild. And then I crashed <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the next year after that. I didn't actually crash. I went like 48. Were there any more books to read? <laughs> I went 48, 54, then like 50. And then the next year I was at like 20. I really dipped down. But I, but here's the thing, high performing habits I had built such a habit of reading that even when I wasn't trying, I was reading 20 books a year because it was such a habit in my life. So I say that to say, if you don't like reading, me neither. Do it anyway. <laughs> if you don't like yeah. working out, me neither. Do it anyway. Set a health goal, set a reading goal, and finally set a connection goal. We say this, I call it the parlay method. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you want to be a successful leader, Three steps, do stuff, actually do things, get things done, do stuff. Don't just talk about stuff. Don't just think about stuff. Don't just plan stuff, do stuff, do stuff. Number two, meet people, go out and meet people, network, connect, make friends, meet people. Number three, do stuff with those people. 
Do mm. stuff, meet people, do stuff with those people. As I have looked, once again, kind of in the same vein of this high-performance habits, this is just anecdotal, I look around at people who do what I want to do and like accomplishing things, and I'm going, that's what they do. They do stuff, they meet people, and they do stuff with those people. Think about it in Hollywood. That's how like, you know, whatever your favorite singer or rapper or artist is, they make an album, they connect with other artists, and then they collaborate on the next song featuring so-and-so, yep. featuring this one. And that's how they're doubling and tripling their output because they're just featured. They're collaborating. They do stuff first. People go, ooh, I like your sound. I like what you're doing. I met you. Let's do something together. That's how, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about it, once you get to a certain level, it's like, oh, you're just kind of, this club of celebrities is just kind of, they're just kind of passing each other's stuff around. Like, okay, I'll do your thing. And then next month you do my thing. And then it's like, yeah, okay. So I watched the same five people on five different shows in the same, okay. That's the same thing on a smaller scale for you. So that's yeah. why I say connect with people. So that's why the Jack Canfield retreat was a huge thing for me because I realized I've got to get to a next level of connection. I've got to connect with a new crowd of people, not just people that are like me, not just people that think like me, not just people that are the same income level or leadership level or staffing level or whatever. So I went big. It's okay to go big. It's okay to not go big, but you got to go somewhere. Yeah. And I decided to go big. And I was like, okay, this Jack Canfield guy, I've been following him for a decade. I'm going to go to his thing. And I made connections. So now this year, my goal is I've made a list. I actually have the goal. My goal is one a week, by the way. I'm really big on one a week, I guess. But the connection goal is like, what does that mean? That means I'm going to send him a text. I'm going to reach out. It doesn't mean that I'm doing something elaborate, but I'm going to try to connect or connect with someone I already know every single week. Mm. And so I've got, I've got about 20 and I did it today. In fact, I reached out to a guy. We're going to make some videos together over gratitude. You know, the end of the year is I've mentioned it. I mentioned his book when we're talking about gratitude, his name's Gopi Mm. Nair. So I talked to him today and what did that happen? All I did was call him. That's the connection. Go call somebody, email somebody, send them a text. It's maybe somebody that you already know. Maybe it's somebody from college that you haven't talked to a while. The connection goal could be just, hey, haven't talked to you in a decade. What's going on? Hey, haven't talked to you in a while. What's going on? Who knows? They might be the step. They might be the connection to your next big break. What are you doing right now? Oh, I'm actually starting a company. Oh, what kind of company are you starting? Well, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm kind of doing that. Let's collaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, we might not be Jay-Z and Beyonce, but we can sing on each other's records. Okay? We can do it. <laughs> so those are the three goals. Let's wrap this thing those up. Aunt, what do you like the best out of all that? I love the the parlay method you said that do stuff. Meet people, meet do people. stuff with those people. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. I like it. It sounds so simple, and I think it has really simple, deep impact. I like that that one. But what's your favorite? You know, I, I've seen the most proof in reading, so I, I can yeah. vouch for that one the most. But my favorite is the connection because I think yeah. it is the reading, the reading goal, the reading and the health goal. To me, those are like guaranteed victories. Like those are the highest floors. Like reading, I don't care what you read. I don't care what it is. I don't care how much it is. But if you read, you will you will succeed more. You will do better. You will think more clearly. You will be the ceiling. But it's not going to increase like, hey, I'm reading books now. So my life has completely changed. Probably not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you are sure. yeah. you are a better leader. The, yeah. the floor is really high. But the ceiling is sky high if you set a connection. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what connection is going to lead to something huge. It could lead to nothing. It could absolutely be nothing. Like, hey, I texted this person I know. We grabbed coffee and we said goodbye. That was it. Or 
we grabbed coffee and lo and behold, I'm wanting to be a speaker and they hired me to speak at their company for $10,000. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. I was looking for this certain thing and they know where to find it. I was trying to, it's the, you know, it's the six degrees to Kevin Bacon. It's, wow, I did not know that conversation was going to lead to that one. Which was gonna, so I think my favorite is the connection because we don't tend yeah. to think of connections in goals or decisions like we've been talking about. It's either... Right. Well, maybe I'll meet somebody, maybe I'll connect with the right person, or we go the other way and it's like, well, I'm in networking groups, but you're not strategic. You're not even thinking, you, you don't think of it as a goal, but yep. if you set a goal, like, you know what, I'm going to meet 50 new people this year. I'm going to have coffee with 50 new connections this year. You can have coffee with somebody in 15 to 30 minutes, like set a 30 minute, you know, but you have to be intentional, but that's the high yeah. ceiling. So that's probably my favorite. I like it. That's the yep. one that I'm seeing like, man, that could, that one can change your life. Pretty quickly. Yeah, so. I think that's a great one. I think they're all great. You know what? She's paid to say it, it's folks. Really good stuff. But hopefully you think it too. <laughs> and uh, thanks for listening I wouldn't, again. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. <laughs> Set those goals. Health goal, reading goal, connection goal. I guarantee it. If you do it, you will be a better leader and you certainly go out there and be a good leader. Bye, everybody. Bye.